Okay, so um, I'm going to start my thoughts uh, at the beginning of the year. Keep pressing forward. But before we can press forward, we need to deal, deal with some things looking back. And um, I guess over, over a period of time, over the last month really, I, I've been listening to the radio, and I'm sure they do this on TV and newspapers and magazines and whatever else. They do a, a review of the past year. One of the programs I used to enjoy watching was Sports Personality of the Year, and they would review the sporting events and achievements of the year and just really celebrate uh, what had taken place and who had done great activities. I'm sure you've all seen something similar. Well, as I, as, as I was preparing this message or these thoughts, um, I, I really clearly felt the Lord speak into my heart that we were to... We were, we were to focus, not dwell on, but remind ourselves of the year behind. I know we're still in it. We are a step away. Uh, tonight, we'll be celebrating wherever you are, whatever you're doing, celebrating, going to bed early for some people, celebrating the new year in. Maybe Who's having fireworks tonight? Anybody? No? Okay. So um, whatever you do tonight, I trust that you have fun. But I just really felt in my heart, we need, to, we need to assess where we're at before we press forward into where we want to go or where God wants us to go. Key is, what is God's will in the journey of our life? So the first thing really I really want us to do is, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? And only you can examine your heart. You know what this year's been for you. You know what you've carried what you've walked through, what you've journeyed in, and, and only you can assess where this year has been. For some, there has been highs, and some, there's been not so highs. And I was chatting to, to Dave. Where are you, Dave? You're there somewhere, behind the pillar. I was chatting to you, Dave, on the 14th of December. I actually made a note of the date in which we were chatting. And um, we, I can't remember the conversation, but I, I said... I felt that the Holy Spirit had spoken to me a particular thought, but I didn't know whether this thought was for me and what God was saying was just for me or whether it was for us. Do you remember that conversation? <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> anyway, so I, I jotted it down, I wrote it down, and as I've had time to pray and consider and just develop what I believe the Lord was saying. I know it's not just for me. It's not just for me and Jane. Uh, there, I believe there will be many affected and, and connect to the word this morning because the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. All right? So all I'm saying is have your heart wide open and be real before God. That's key in everything that we do. What was 2023 like for you? You can ask yourself that question. I'm, I'm allowing you to ask yourself. Don't, don't all shout at once, but you can ask yourself, what was 2023 like for you? If we went around the room this morning, there would be all sorts of answers to that question. And, and I jotted, jotted a few down. For some, it was the ending of a family business after 36 years, wasn't it, Darren? 36 years of starting a business, running it successfully for 36 years, and all of a sudden, he's retired. He has no idea what to do with his time. <laughs> he, he worked so hard every day 
to build a business that was so successful? And then what? It's amazing what, what a journey of life can bring. And that is a very significant moment in Darren's life. For others in the room, maybe you've been doing examinations or your final years or you've been studying for a specific area of your life to help you advance in the area of direction that you want to be going in. It may be medical studies. It may be your finals at, at school or college, university. But they actually have a vital and important step up to your next, wherever that would be in your journey. And they... I remember taking my finals. It was a really tough year when I was taking my finals. And I knew the pressure that I felt. I mean, it was only two, it was only two, um, two, 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 two twos, two threes, a four, a five, and a U, unclassified. Um, that wasn't because it was so good. It was because it was so bad. Um, so I, I didn't really have exams that I was really pushing for, but the few that I got, I was really desperate to get. Um, and, and I know the pressure I felt under because I wanted to become a carpenter. <coughs> That's all I wanted. I wanted to be a carpenter. Um, and, and it happened. I did become a carpenter of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> so for some, it's your examinations. For others, you may have experienced a life crisis moment or a life-changing health issue in your journey. I, I think of Tracy and Alistair. It's so good to have you in our journey back with us and, and almost back in your own house. Yay. Having had a huge fire and lost so much. Um, and, and you've lived in a hotel now for, well, a hotel, a travel lodge for six months. The journey of your life has been such a difficult one, but you're here. And when you look, you can say, oh, we lost so much, but actually you've got each other and you've still got God in your life. That, it just shows, and you've said it to me by message, it shows you can lose every natural material possession, but if you've still got your health, you've still got each other, and you've still got God, that's all that matters. Absolutely all that matters. Um, others, you know, I, I, think of, I think of you, Jeff, you know, diagnosed at the beginning of this, would have been the beginning of this year? February of this year this year, and here you are today, looking healthy, healthy, fit, strong. Praise God, absolutely. And, and I look at the journey of, of and, and there are many more. I, I, I could pull out name after name who have gone through some really tough and difficult situations. Um, and I look at you and I think, faithfulness of God. The faithfulness in their journey. It's just been amazing. Um, for others of you, you may have found Love and a lifelong relationship. And I look at Annabelle and Kerwin and the journey that they're on. And then I look at Sam and Laskina, who got engaged the other day. So they are engaged now. And it's just great that we can, we can celebrate with the joys and we can walk in the lows of others. But this is a journey. Life is a journey. Whether we're going through good times or bad, we still have 365 days in which to journey before we hit another year. And it's in that journey where we need to stand with each other, to love one another, 
when our arms are hanging down in the battle, we come alongside and we begin to lift them back up again and say, hey, I'm with you. I'm standing with you. We're standing with you, Jerry. In your journey, we're standing with you. And others in the room, we are standing alongside you. We know that God is faithful in the journey. So 365 days, we have got the ability to do a few things. And I, and I, I, I put this down. What will the year 2024 bring for you, for me? What will this year bring? And I've given us three thoughts. It gives us this. Another opportunity to draw nearer to God. That has got to be the priority, number one priority of every single person in this room. We have another year to draw closer to him. To love him, to serve him, to give him our best. To live sold out lives, uncompromised lives. To give him of who we are to serve in the kingdom of God. That has got to be our number one goal. Another thought would be this, maybe to achieve a goal or a dream that you have in your heart. You know, maybe you've, you're quite an entrepreneur or you're very creative and you, you know, you, you've got songs in your heart that you think the worship team could be singing. Then why not write them? Because they could be sounds from heaven that are resounding in your heart and we want to sing those songs. We don't want to just sing words on a, on a screen. We want to sing the songs of heaven. We want to sing something that's going to change earth here on the earth. You may, you, you, the Bible says that he gives us witty ideas. Maybe you're, you're, you're looking at your life and you're coming up with all sorts of weird and wonderful ideas. Maybe that's just a God idea. And, 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 and maybe there's an inventive, creative mind that God has given you the ability to create things. Who knows? But this year is another year to achieve a goal or a dream in your life. What would that be? The third thought for 2024 would be this, to engage with those around us, to make time to grow friendships and connect with one another. Just like my mum does puzzles very often. I was going to say all the time, not quite all the time, but she does puzzles a lot. And there's nothing more frustrating. Sam would know this. We bought him a puzzle one year. Um, and he built this, he, he, he thought it was a box of Thorntons. He was quite young at the time. He thought it was a box of Thorntons. He'd never been given a box of Thorntons for Christmas in his life. And he was so excited. He rattled it. He thought, it sounds like a box of Thorntons or chocolates. He opened it up and it was a puzzle. <laughs> I, I must admit, it was probably the worst pre present he could have asked for. He, he can be very impatient. Um, so let me walk over this side of the room. I'll tell, carry on the story. So he, he, he does this puzzle. And, and a couple of pieces are dropped on the floor and he puts it in his pocket. He does all the puzzle. He completes the puzzle to the point there are four pieces missing. And he thinks, why? There's four pieces missing to this puzzle. And he forgets that they're in his pocket. So he breaks up the puzzle saying, that was rubbish, wasn't it? <laughs> you, we, every one of us are a piece of a puzzle. And as we build our lives together in the house of God, we connect with one another and we build this beautiful picture called the church, the body of Christ. Don't allow yourself to be a piece that you put in the puzzle and stay separated from the rest of the body. The body needs you. We need you. And God needs us to be strong together.
and love connecting to each other in true fellowship, relationship and love is what God has called for. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples by your love one for another. Let love cause us and bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. So there are three things that we can build into our 2024, but really before we start moving forward into our future, what do we need to deal with with our past? We can evaluate this. Again, there's three things. What could we change in the year just gone that will make the year ahead much better? What could we change in the year just gone that would make the year ahead better? Think of your spiritual life, your Christian life, your walk with God life. Think of your relationship life, your connection to your loved ones. Think of your church life, the connection to the house of God, our outreach life, what that means. What could we change of last year? What didn't we do? What should we have been doing last year, but we didn't, or this year, and we didn't, that next year we could just branch out, step out, do something, connect in a different way that would make 2024 feel much better than 2023. I I love to challenge people. There, there, There are some churches that just... They preach the word, and, and you grow in the knowledge of the word. I like to be able to preach the word and challenge you and give you application. Is that all right? So I get in the chipboard of your life. I scratch where you're itching and all the rest of it. What would you do differently this year that you weren't doing last year? And then how can you make positive changes to the way you see life, people, and God. How and what do you need to change for you? Your family, your church family, God, that relationship that you have. What do you need to change? You know, when, when you look at what you read compared to what you read, you know, does the radio times and the TV times get more of a viewing? It's a bit old-fashioned, that is, really. I guess everyone's on Netflix. and um, does, does, yeah, does the golfing magazine or the fishing magazine or whatever it is magazine, Facebook magazine, no, that's not a magazine. I'm only kidding you. Does Facebook get more views than the Word of God in your life? What needs to change that's going to make... 2024 better than a 2023, because these are the words of eternal life. These are the words that would change and transform and build the word of the life of God in you. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. This is a supernatural, a spiritual book that would feed you on the inside. Come on, what do we need to do to change the direction so that we go deeper with him? I believe these are really good questions to ask ourselves, to challenge ourselves, to, to consider in our journey moving forward into another year. Because I, and at the times I've got to a point in a, in a year and I say, I, I'm going to change this or I'm going to do this or I'm going I'm to stop doing that or I'm going to make sure I build this into my life. And, 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 and the December goes very quickly and then January sort of you slide into it and then you realize all those good intentions were just good intentions and nothing really has changed. 
New Year's resolutions are great, but how we outwork those are a different matter. So come on, let's be real before God. Because the Apostle Paul in the Bible, he knew that there were things in his life he needed to deal with in his past so that he could move into his future. It is so important that we look at our, our lives today and say, I am going to be done with that so that I can walk free in 2024. The Apostle Paul knew he needed to change a few things. The problem for many people is we have a tendency to be at ease or to hold on to what we feel comfortable or familiar with or what we've got used to over the years. Someone said this, you can't reach for anything new if your hands are full of yesterday's junk. What a great thought that is. You can't reach for a better marriage if you're still holding on to those hurts of the past. You can't reach for full freedom in Christ if the things that have held you aren't dealt with in your past. We've got to let go and reach forward and cause that which is junk in our hands to be got rid of. So I want us to do something very practical this morning. I want you to look at your hands. And I, I believe this is more than just practical. This is part of the spiritual picture that God gave me. Okay, So if you want to join in, this, I believe this is a spiritual thing. Look at your hands and think, what have I been carrying? Because we're all carrying something. Whether it's an anxiety, whether it's a work pressure, whether it's the concern for your children, whether it's a work relationship that shouldn't be happening. We all carry something in our hands. And I've got a few thoughts here. What is the junk that we're carrying? Have we been carrying a burden or a weight of sin in your life? Unfaithfulness, life-controlling habits, unforgiveness. Have we been carrying? Or you could ask yourself, how long have I been carrying these things? Another thought is, what inner struggles have you been dealing with or not dealing with? Come on, this is real. This is where God hits the road in our life and we say... Am I carrying things from my past? Am I carrying things from when I was a child? Am I carrying things that I've never really let go because I still feel the pressure and the weight and the burden of that in my life? Am I still carrying these things? For others, that weight may be a disappointment or a failure. You may have lost everything and you're carrying the weight and the disappointment of that in your heart. Is it a heartache? A heartache that's limited you moving forward with God and a heartache that is so heavy that it's like a broken heart that's, that's just weighing so heavy in your life right now.
These things are real. I could have given you a really exciting rah, rah, rah New Year's Eve message, but actually, if we're going to step into a new year, let's leave behind the junk of our past. What are we carrying? I want to read this scripture. Philippians 3.13 says this. And this is Paul speaking. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Forgetting those things that have gone behind, I now press. Next week is about us pressing forward. Today is about forgetting those things that have gone behind. I want us to take communion at this moment. So if I could have the worship band up, that would be great. If I could have the guys hand out communion. When, when the communion cup comes around and, and the bread, if you can just hold on to the communion cup and the bread together, and we'll eat together and we'll drink together. Because I believe that this is a very spiritual and a very significant moment for us. And the Bible is very clear. Communion was a very clear starting point and a finishing point. As, as communion is taken out, so keep listening. When Jesus broke bread with his disciples, he was saying that this is the end of the law and he was ushering in grace. It was the end of a dispensation and a beginning of a new dispensation. It was the end of ritual and law and performance, and it was the beginning of grace, mercy, and truth. It was a transition in life. And, and why do I want us to take communion? Because his blood washes us as white as snow. It deals with areas of our life that naturally we've not been able to deal with. It deals with areas of our life that we may have struggled with. And as we trust him, I sought the Lord... And he heard, and he moved on my behalf. And I believe at this moment, as we pray and we say, I'm carrying these things in my life. I'm carrying these things. I, I've carried this junk for so, too long, for so long. I've carried the pain. For someone in the room, it may be an abuse that happened to you many years ago. But today is a day where you can say, God, I bring it under the blood. It could be that you dealt with something and you felt that it was done, it was dusted, it was sorted, but it keeps coming back. You still find yourself carrying these things. I believe today is a day of, a day of finality, a day of coming to an end and the beginning of something new. How many of you believe there is power in the blood of Jesus? There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood and the name and the power of his name released in this room today. So as we receive communion, I want you to connect your faith to what you're doing.
And that this moment is a moment of truth for you. This moment is a moment of finality. And I want to read this particular passage of Scripture because I found this so helpful over the years. In 1 Peter chapter 5, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves. I guess before we receive anything from God, we need to humble ourselves. We don't deserve any of it. It's by grace we have received. Amen. It says, Therefore, humble yourselves or lower yourself in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God. Today, I want to humble myself under his mighty hand. I want to bring myself under subjection to his mighty hand. Because what he takes a hold of breaks. What he takes a hold of in our life, he removes. What he takes a hold of, I want to submit myself, my life, my family, under the mighty hand of God. Amen. Come on, let's be real in this moment and say, God, I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it under your hand. That in due time, he may exalt you. Cast in the whole of your care. All of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all, once and for all. This is the moment, I believe, for some in this room, this is the moment you're going to walk out of here with the weight lifted from your shoulders because the anointing in this room is heavy to remove burdens and destroy yokes. That is what the anointing does. It removes burdens and it destroys yokes. Cast in the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you. That's God. He cares for your life. Affectionately, and cares about you watchfully. He's seen every part and every detail of the journey of our life. He's seen it all. Not one thing is going to shock him. Not one thing is going to disturb him. But what he's saying, he cares for you affectionately. And he wants to deal with these things once and for all so that we can walk free. The Bible was very clear. It was for freedom that Christ has come to set us free. He's come to set you free today. He's come to lift the burden. He's come to bring you life. Is that mine? Thank you. Just as Jesus' body was broken at the cross, I believe over our lives today, as we receive what represents his body, I believe those things in our own life will be broken. He was broken on our behalf so that we could be set free. Let's take him. Let's eat together in remembrance of him.
Supper, Jesus took the cup. The cup of the new covenant. The cup of forgiveness. A cup of transformation. A cup of new beginnings. A cup of a second chance. Third chance. Fourth chance. Fifth chance. How many times do we come to him and say, Lord, forgive me? 895 chance. 8,500. I don't know how, you know, the older you get, the perhaps more times you've said, Lord, forgive me. But he still remains faithful. From the very moment that he took, his life was taken. Sorry, that he gave up his life. He is still forgiving sin. Still transforming lives. He's still giving us another start. There is nothing that God cannot do. What God cannot do does not exist. What God cannot do does not exist. Jesus said, drink all of it in remembrance of me. do one last thing and then we're going to sing this song together if you can just lift out just again lift out your hands Father you see every heart every life represented here Lord you know the cry of our heart you know the hidden things you know all things Father I pray right now in this moment of our life, bring healing, spirit, soul, and body. I pray in this moment that the junk that we've carried and the burden and the disappointment and the heartache and the burdens of our life, Lord, I pray, take them from off our shoulder, from out of our hands, and we cast them before you. Just cast, cast your hands before him. Just cast them out. Father, cast them before you. All those things, all those issues, all those areas, just cast them before you. Cast them before you. Father, I thank you for the healing and the healing, the mending binding together of hearts. Holy Spirit, we call upon you. Do what only you can do. Move in ways that only you can move. And I thank you, Lord, as of this day, miracles begin to break out. Miracles of miracles of life where there seemed to be death. Miracles of hope where there seemed to be hopelessness. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness over our lives in 2024. We thank you, Lord. Psalm 65:11 says, You crown the year with your goodness, and our vats overflow with plenty. Father, we declare that in the name of Jesus this morning. That our, that you you you're the one. You and you alone are the one that can make that happen. 
Father, we just give you praise. I want to pray this last prayer. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or today you're making a recommitment, you're just bringing your life before him again, I'm going to ask you to pray after me. Let's pray nice and loud as a whole church, because there may be someone praying this for the very first time, or maybe committing their life back to God. Father, I come before you, and I humble my life. And I say, Father, come into my life. I thank you for all that Jesus has done. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. And I choose to serve him all the days of my life. Come into my heart in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, all eyes closed, all head bowed. You prayed that prayer this morning and you want to respond to that prayer. I'm going to count to three. And I'm just going to ask if you'd pop up your hand. What a great opportunity, a great moment. At the end of a year, stepping into our next. To be able to say, yeah, I prayed that prayer this morning. I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. Prayed that prayer. Just pop up your hand. Thank you. I see you. I see you four hands. I see little ones as well as adults. That's wonderful. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hands. Bless you. Suffer the little children, Jesus said, to come to me and forbid them not. There are three, three children in the room. There are four adults in the room. Is there anybody else? I don't want to leave this moment. And that's you. I thank you. I see your hand. I see your hand. There's hands all over the room. Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that you lift the burden of sin and, and separation. I thank you, Lord, that without you, we are nothing, but with you, we are. We have everything. We are everything. We are You're the children of the living God. We thank you this morning for an incredible touch and move of God in this place. We receive that with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just give God a, a massive, you know, a number of kids here.